Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Guys, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. So glad you can uh, you can join us here. It's always exciting, you know. I've done seven hundred and ninety what uh, seven or something episodes of this, and it's always exciting when I talk to somebody I've never spoken with before. And today is one of those days. Wednesday, thirteen. What a great guy, man! I really enjoyed our our twenty minute conversation. We had a little trouble connecting with uh, with the cell phone then we got him on the landline everything worked out great so he has a lot to tell us about um, some really exciting stuff so stay tuned for that i do want to give a shout out to all our patreon people you guys rock anthony mackey at metal dan fred roots graveyard disciple i think your name's drake right dude uh james bennett jason seth jay beninsky jb allen Jean Francois Blaise, 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 Joe, no last name with Joe, John Beauvoir, Matt Carroll, Michael Street, Mike Jones, the Greyhound Dad, Mr. David S. Gray, Miles Atwood, Ralph Petrie, who I don't even really think Ralph listens to the show. <laughs> He's an old friend of mine from the, the old days, Ralph. If you do listen to the show, Hey, man, how are you? Um, but I think he's just a, a supporter, and he throws me two bucks a month. So thank you, Ralph. Ron Keel, the great Ron Keel, is a Patreon supporter. I can't believe it. 
Sam, how do you say your last name? Soup, Soupy, Soapy, Soupy. I'm sorry, Sam. I love you, Sam. Sorry, I can't pronounce your last name. Sean Morgan, Steve Hoker, Steve Saylor. Thanks, guys. You guys rock. Let's uh, let's get ready for this Wednesday 13 song, but let's also check out a song that Steve sent me. Steven, I'm sorry. Steven, you sent this. It's a great one. Let's check it out right now.
doing a little flash dance right there. Maniac by Avantasia. Is that how you say it, Stephen? The band's name? I've, I've heard of them. I've seen them written up on Blabbermouth and stuff. I, honestly, I don't know a hell of a lot about them, but that's great. What fun, man. Speaking of fun, Emily and I were just out at the um, Crossroads, uh, one of our favorite clubs in New Jersey, and we saw Marty Friedman. And I know, I think the tour is over at this point, but God, was he freaking outstanding. And, you know, I liked the Inferno record, but I got to tell you, I didn't recognize a lot of the songs he played when we saw him. And it didn't matter because it was just a party. It was not like this serious thing where guys come out and shred and stare at their, you know, fingers on their guitar necks. It was just an awesome party vibe. The showmanship was through the roof. And of course, the playing was through the roof. But yeah, it was just so much fun. All I can say is they didn't take themselves too seriously. It was a bit goofy, almost, uh, what's the word, um, comedic at times. So much fun. If Marty Friedman comes back around through the States, you got to check him out. He put on just a wonderful show at the Crossroads Club in Garwood, New Jersey. Fun times. Uh, really, really dug the uh, the whole event. So much fun. And yeah, Marty Friedman, of course, ex-Megadeth, right? And let's, uh, let's get into some Wednesday 13 here on the podcast. This is the song Condolences by Wednesday 13. And let me, you know, one thing we didn't talk about in the interview is this guy's music videos. I love it when an artist or a band puts some effort into their music videos instead of standing, you know, lip syncing and pretending to play a guitar to to the track with with nothing else and and Wednesday 13 really delivers some some fun music videos there's uh you know you got the horror vibe you got the girls you got that's uh, just fun I I love it and big props to Wednesday 13 for putting some effort into his music videos having said that he's got a lot of stuff on the uh what on his plate this year and he's going to tell us about some of it right now on Talking Metal after we hear, hear the song Condolences by Wednesday 13.
Hey, it's Mark Striegel from Talking Metal, and on the line we have Wednesday 13. How are you, man? I'm good, I'm good. It's Monday. It's close <laughs> to my day. Yeah, early morning on the West Coast, too. Yeah, yeah. I I get up super early these days. I'm up at uh I'm up I set my alarm for eight thirty every day, but I'm usually up like an hour before or something like that. So yeah. I'm not on rock and roll hours at, at the moment. I'm gonna try to keep the schedule on tour too. We'll really? Just kinda over the the staying up till the sun comes up vibe and sleeping till sound check and sleeping through sound check and those kind of days are behind me so my days are kind of up and being active these days cool man well good for you and i guess you'll uh you'll see how that how long that lasts once the tour with the uh, cradle of filth starts in in march yeah, right yeah <laughs> yeah 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 we'll, we'll see what happens I, I i held up pretty good last year i was i was doing well and getting up early i was up before everyone else i'm like the I'm like the bus mom. I get up and clean up the house, and everybody gets up, and I watch them dirty it up, and I'm just like, <laughs> right on, man, right on. Yeah, that's my new thing, vacuuming. Nice, nice, cool. Well, we are totally psyched for this this tour, and again, you're going to be heading out with Cradle of Filth. How how well do you know Danny Filth? Uh, not at all. Um, <laughs> this was uh, this was something that was offered to us. Uh, we had the same management, um, which which definitely helped set that up. And uh, but we're also on the same label. That really didn't have anything. We 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 tried to do a tour with them last year when they came through around right before our, our new album had came out or something like that, and it didn't work out. But uh, but yeah, luckily it worked out. Um, I don't know anyone in the band. I think I knew a couple past members just I've met before. Um, but yeah, man, this is a this is a really cool tour for us. It's a great opportunity for us. So I thank them very much for letting us be a part of it. And um, it's going to be cool because it's not our it's not our our normal audience, you know. Um, so we get to go out and 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 fight for it every night. I get to be Rocky every night. I get to go out and fight for it. Hopefully, uh, right on. I, I win. Right on. And just quickly, I wanted to cover some of the cool stuff you guys offer and also get an explanation on, on what actually this stuff is with the uh, the VMP meat and greaves, right? We got the pizza yeah, party. Yeah, What's I, that I all about? I try, to be, I try to be clever with it. Um, well, basically, this, this is what it comes down to. This day and age, you know, with, with downloading and Spotify and stuff, bands don't make any money off their records anymore. We put way more into it than we ever make out of it if you know and and so it's became a thing where you know bands to to stay on tour they have to do meet and greets uh now you got your bands like you know your your top acts like beyonce and jay-z and they don't have to do meet and greets unless they want to and just to make money we're the kind of band that if we don't do these meet and greets we don't we don't get to pay our our bills and right. things like that. So it's, so I, I want to make it cool because I feel like oh, I got to charge, you know, to do this. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Anything worth doing is overdoing. So anything I do is I overdo it. So, uh, so I wanted to make these the VIP special. So I made them limited. So they're a little expensive, but I made them limited and I made them cool. So, uh, so we have like a pre-show bus where you get to come on our bus with us and hang out and, do whatever, and um, and then we offer like a pizza party with 3D glasses, and um, I have like a bunch of like really horrible 3D uh, old 80s and 70s uh, movies that look terrible. They probably look better awesome. in 3D without the glasses, 
but it's just the it's just the experience of of uh doing something different instead of saying, Hey, come on the bus and let's sit here awkwardly. Let's sit here awkwardly with three D glasses. Right. Right, right. And uh so yeah, we just try to make it fun and you know, and, and I, I give them clever names and cool because you know, it's just like a if if you're gonna do something, I want it to be good for the fans. I don't want anybody to feel like they walked away and it was a it was a cash grab. I wanna make it fun and I make it fun for myself too, you know, so it's not just about like Oh, here we go. We got to do a meet and greet. And I'm like, you know, I'm excited to do it. And I make it fun for myself. So I go, what could be fun? Oh, let's wear 3D glasses. Cool. Let's watch. Uh, I got all these good creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D. I got this movie in 3D. Friday the 13th, part three is in 3D. Let's try that one. You know, so it's like, uh, I, again, like I said, the 3D and those old films probably look better without the 3D glasses. But, uh, but again, it's going to, we call it the VI pizza party because I was, Walking around trying to name these different tiers of the VIPs, and I went VIP pizza. Uh-huh, that's funny, cool. Right, right on, definitely. And, and then you know, so again, it's just it's it's fun for it's fun for me, and I make it fun for the fans. It's limited, and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we we've, we've been doing those, and um, this is this is my first time kind of doing the the the, the pizza party. So uh, and 3D glasses. So next tour we come back around, it could be something totally i try to make it different every time and 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 make it fun so uh you know that's what i it's going on tour is for me i have to make it fun and i try to make it fun on all levels on stage off stage even while i sleep right on what well, catch a dream catcher i think you know the fans appreciate that because i've done some of these meet and greets and a lot of times it's just you get shuffled in in front of a yeah, yeah screen you get a quick picture and then you're shuffled right out and yeah, i think it's and I, really and I've, and I've seen that firsthand yeah. and that's exactly why i'm doing this and making it cool and making it fun and you know and i even offer one that's just called the 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 ultimate uh you know we'll, we'll we'll do it live pass and it's for one person and they get to come and hang out with me by themselves and we can do whatever you want you know i have a lot of fans that are shy i'm, I'm shy you know it's like it's so when they can be like kind of one-on-one, they don't have a group around them. We can do whatever. We can watch TV. We can play Uno. We can make a paper airplane. You know, we can go to the stage. We can check. So I offer that as a special one-person VIP package every show. And uh, so yeah, so it's uh, it's it's fun because you know, and I and I've seen those I've seen those shows. Unfortunately, when there's when there's a hundred people waiting in line, and and it's not really the band's fault. They can't you can't meet a hundred people. It's it's hard. <laughs> It really is. I mean, right. I do it in Australia. I, I put a tap on mine. I, I've met 50 people, and it takes two hours. And I still felt like it was being rushed, and I hated that. Cool. Well, and like you said, it's a it's a limited amount that you're you're offering these VIP packages. Uh, you know, yeah, which so I, make it worth. So uh, yeah, it's not like a bunch of people crammed in there, and and and, and everybody's kind of got a, a a seat. You know. I hear you. Cool. And the tour starts soon, right? Like next week, I think. Yeah, I leave on Friday for rehearsal, and then I believe the bus gets to us a few days later. And, and uh, yeah, first show's on the 7th in Las Vegas at House of Blues, which sounds awesome. Yeah, definitely. Even though it just snowed there. Can you believe it snowed in Las Vegas? Yeah, I heard it was snowing in, like, West Hollywood, too, like a week or so yeah, ago. Yeah, so maybe yeah, it'll crazy. be raining blood <laughs> by the time we get there. Definitely. Cool. And, you know, you guys have been really fairly consistent with releasing new music every couple of years. Is the plan still to release a, a new album in 2019? Yes, it is. Uh, the album is finished. Um, we're now in the mixing process and hearing mixes and 
saying, okay, that one's good, put that in the box, and I should have that wrapped up. Honestly, in the next three days, uh, we're kind of making, because I leave on Friday for rehearsal, so my goal is to have all the mixes done and and uh, and everything sent off to the label, and I'm finishing up the liner notes and lyrics and all that stuff, and every album I always mess up, so it's going to happen again, no matter how many times I spell check it or right. someone spell checks it. So I'm doing that last minute this this week, and uh, but yeah, the record comes out later this year. We're going to be making an announcement soon because we put a lot of work and a lot of stuff in this. There's a lot of guests on this record. I never had any guests at all on my album, so I figure, hey, if I want to do it, let's overdo it. So we have like five special guests on the album, um, and it's just it to me, it's my it's my ultimate record. It's my ultimate horror record. I feel like I've made a horror movie soundtrack, and we're playing along to it awesome awesome and musically are you going places that you didn't go with like condolences back in 2017 is it a different musical direction or kind of down the same path i feel like we're still going in that same path it's it's definitely heavy but it's um it's it's in a different way if that makes any sense i don't know how to explain music it's uh but we've definitely added we've added some more uh, uh keyboards and 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 electronic elements to some of the songs on this record so that's a little different for us we haven't done in the past and uh actually uh, roy from stone sours has been helping with uh the he's kind of been scoring the music to our music for this record oh cool um which is really cool which is what's made this whole thing sound like a movie soundtrack which we'll be announcing more and stuff about that later but uh but yeah so it's it's definitely heavy it's got the most vibe and atmosphere i think i've ever created on on a record like it's just it's something that once you listen to it you want to hit repeat and start over again and go whoa because every song is different it really feels like a movie and uh I'm super proud of it. It's just, it's my favorite thing I've ever worked on and really? I've been working on it since September. So, uh, it's been a lot of work and a lot of, you know, like I said, having someone else like Roy get involved and help me see beyond kind of the, the music that we did with the band and then kind of adding these sounds and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so it's just been a lot of work, but it's been the most fun I've ever had on a, on a record. And I think the fans are going to love it. It's, it's, it's perfect for them. Wow, cool. And I know Roy, I mean, he's obviously the drummer of Stone Sour, but he's known yeah, for being no, I, a, no a, a synth guy, too. He knows a lot about, like, keyboards and vintage synth sounds, right? I had no idea about this. And when we started talking, I went over to his house, and I walked into his studio and was just like, oh, my God. Like, he has, like, the John Carpenter keyboard that he scored his first five films on, every authentic piece of equipment that... Blondie's drum machine, Run DMC's machine, like it's everything. Everything has colors on it. It's like wood, like the boxes are wood with like yellow and red and blue buttons. So, you know, it's like old and vintage and man, he just knows his stuff. And like it, he, he got it instantly. You know, he, he had been wanting to do something like this and, and, um, we were like a perfect pair. So he and I have become like really, really close friends now. And, He's definitely added an atmosphere to this record that's just, I can't wait for people to hear it. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm psyched to hear it. And you mentioned some other special guests. I'm assuming you probably can't go into any details on I who they are. Yeah, I can't, but I will say that I am very shocked and 
very it still gives me goosebumps when I hear some of some of this. That's all I'll say. Okay, cool, cool. And you know, I know a question you probably get hit a lot with uh Joey Jordanson. You connected with him, I guess it was about a year ago and you guys hadn't yeah. uh, you've been out of touch for a while. Are you still in touch with him? Yeah, he actually uh wrote me uh the day I posted online. I had been a year uh, uh off drinking and uh he had wrote me and just told me congratulations and he was proud of me and I wrote back thank you and we said happy new year as well and um you know so it's just been we haven't been like you know texting constantly or anything like that but we're still in touch and there's no there's no question mark kind of in the air of oh you know or does this guy like me anymore you know like we're still friends but we just we have not made any any plans or tr- or talked any further beyond what we what we spoke about whenever we we met uh, back at his place, I believe Memorial Day weekend it was, and we had to we had to switch a bus out, and it happened to be right like ten minutes from his house. So, right so we went over and hung out. And that was the first first time in like ten years on or eight years or something like that. Cool. So did <laughs> did you give up drinking? Was that like a New Year's resolution going into two thousand eighteen? It was the new life resolution right okay uh, i stopped i stopped drinking last january of, of of last year i and um i just i just got to that point where you know i had quit a couple times and and but i just got to that point where i was just sick and tired of being sick and tired and feeling like a wasteoid and and uh you know, and, and my and my manager Dez, who's been and Devil Driver, he was you know he's been sober now for a couple of years, and he was there in the very beginning when I stopped drinking, and him and Randy Blythe, you know, were were were, were like kind of like my uh, my buddies I could talk to or reach out to, and uh, you know, because they are both guys I partied with, and now they don't, you know, and I'm like, well, if those guys could could stop, you know, so it, it gave me a little of, of help, and then there's just a whole community of people that just used to party and they just don't anymore it's just like we're getting older and we've kind of went through that phase and i think everybody will eventually do that and then the ones that don't are the ones that we unfortunately read about when we wake up in the morning and go this guy passed away because they didn't they didn't stop and i don't want to be that guy right on well good for you man congratulations that's great and thank you you uh sounds like got to celebrate one year of sobriety on stage at Ozfest, right? New Year's Eve. Yeah. How was that? That's a pretty high-profile show. Congratulations on that, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. That was that was an honor. That was uh, that was the second Ozfest we that I had been a part of. Mur- Murder at Ozfest did one uh, in England like ten years ago uh, at the O2 Arena in London with Corn and Ozzy and in a huge thirty thousand seat arena, which was nuts. And then and then we got offered to do this, you know, and and which is literally. 10 minutes away from my house uh, here on New Year's Eve. And there wasn't a whole lot of bands on. I think there were eight, nine bands total. And we were one that got picked for it. And um, it was great. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect. They were like, oh, it's an outside stage. I'm like, well, that's cool. You know, it's kind of like the old Ozfest where you just had bands all day and then you would go see the main stage or whatever. And, and, it, and it worked. I mean, there were people there. We played it like 2.30 or 3 in the afternoon and the, the, the parking lot was filled and we got to come out and do like a 30, 40 minute set. And, um, everyone at Ozfest was great to us, treated us great. 
Ice T came by our dressing room and said, "What's up?" That made my that made That's my awesome. tears. Um, so yeah, man, it was cool, and and that was a awesome way to celebrate a year not drinking and um, and and going into the new year. And this year we have so much going on. We just we're pacing our announcements on things. So I can say we have this entire year filled up. So anyone around the world going, are you coming to Europe? Are you coming to Australia? Are you coming here? Yes. Cool. We're going everywhere. The whole year is booked. I think I have like two weeks off, and that's it once I leave on Friday. So it's a busy, busy year, and we'll be announcing a lot of this stuff online. And the album release date and the album covers, there's two different covers, and there's a lot of stuff we're doing with this. We're not doing the old old way of just standard video and talk about the record we're gonna we're gonna make this fun cool that's awesome man i'm really excited to hear the new record we are excited for the tour with cradle of filth a generic question for you before i let you go what was your first concert first concert motley crew dr feel good on um, that big they were the biggest band in the world tour sold out in five minutes and warrant uh was the opening band that was their first uh, opening tour in an arena, and that was my two first bands I ever saw live. And I saw that and saw a giant pentagram floating over the ceiling before Motley Crue came out and said, "This is what I want to do." Right on, right on. <laughs> this, is, this is it. So I'm glad I got to see got to see something cool and it's prime and just the atmosphere around that was probably as cool as watching the show because. People were just into it. There were no cell phones. <laughs> There's no, you know what I mean? It was just diehard right. for music. And people in the nosebleed section were getting nosebleeds from headbanging. Yeah. Right you know on. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, that was a cool thing to see as a little 11-year-old kid going, whoa. Right on. Cool. And before I let you go, just, just a final thought, something you said earlier that you said you're shy, you know, and I, I was thinking about that and it, it because you see your videos and you see on stage and you seem anything but shy. Does the theatrics kind of help somebody who's shy like you become something else? Like, how, how do you, how does your shyness affect your performance? Well, that was kind of what I used as my way to get out of that, you know. And unfortunately, that's kind of how I started drinking, too. Drinking started kind of getting me out of my shyness. And I went, oh, cool, I'm not shy anymore when I'm wasted. Right, right. Uh, but the but the same thing with with theatrics and doing makeup and doing costumes and with all this kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, I can just uh, I can become this other character. I'm not just just me. So it was easy to just kind of change in, into that. So I'm definitely not as I'm, I still consider myself kind of a shy person. I don't just walk into a room and just with strangers and go, hey, everybody, look at me. Blah blah blah. I'm right. Clown. I'm I'm pretty quiet, you know, but. Once you get to know me, I won't. I won't shut up. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's just. Uh, but but yes, the the theatrics and all that kind of stuff definitely helped bring out. You know, I was able to be the person I didn't think I could be. You know, and uh, so that's that's been a really cool outlet for me. And I, so now I and now I just now I just do all these different costumes and masks and changes and stuff. And it's, it's cool. It's like, I get to be a different character, like every single song now on our, on our live show. That is awesome. And again, the live show is starting up in Vegas next, next week, right? March, what uh, is it? March, March, March 7th. I March 7th. Is, uh, okay. Yeah. 
So by the time I post this, it'll be exactly a week. And we encourage everyone to get out and see Wednesday 13 on tour with Cradle of Filth. It's been great talking with you, man. I wish you all the best of luck with the tour and the upcoming album. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a great day. Big thanks to Wednesday 13 for chatting with us. Good to get to know him. And I've never spoken with him before. At least I don't think I have. But after you've done 800 episodes of a podcast, sometimes you forget. But I am 99.9% sure I've never had Wednesday 13 on a Talking Metal episode. And hopefully we'll have him on again real soon. I'm looking forward to the tour with Cradle of Filth. I wouldn't, you know, definitely two different sounding bands, but I can see some overlapping in their in their fan base. So I, I hope it goes well for them, and I hope it exposes them to some new people. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, the diehard fans, the diehard Wednesday Thirteen fans, are always there to support him. So uh, yeah, check it out. Support Wednesday Thirteen. Let him know you heard his interview on Talking Metal. And let's uh, let's keep this one short today, okay, guys? We're going to go out with another track here, and that's it. That's it. Uh, I did want to mention before I let you go that I do have the Talking Metal hoodies now in stock. I've only moved two of them, so I'd love to hit you guys up with a Talking Metal hoodie. They're 60 bucks, and uh, they're, they're pullovers. And I know you're thinking, wow, well, that's really expensive, Mark, but... I, I paid like a ton of money to get each one made. Um, there was a little mix up. I thought they were going to be zippers, zipper hoodies. They're not. Maybe down the road we'll get those. I'm not making any promises though. In the meantime, show your support for the Talking Metal podcast by buying a hoodie for $60. Just hit up my PayPal account. And of course, we have the Talking Metal t shirts too. They are available for 20 bucks. Also, you can hit up my PayPal account to get one of those. Or join us on Patreon. If you do the $5 a month or more tier on Patreon, you will get a Talking Metal t-shirt sent out to you. And the Patreon stuff is just a lot of fun. We're having great conversation there. I'm about to post some new videos on Patreon, so stay tuned for all that. And to take us out, guys, this is a little Alice Cooper. I love this track. This is Vengeance Is Mine, here on Talking Metal.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.